Now what happened? They made some other claims also. What were their claims? One claim was that they used to think that paradise is reserved only for them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ Say, إِنْ إِفْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ If it was for you, الدَّارُ الْآخِرَةِ The final home, الدَّارُ Dar is from the root letter is دَالْ وَارَى And akhira from the root letter is Hamza Khara. دَارُ الْآخِرَةِ Final home, meaning in the hereafter, which is paradise. If the final home is for you, عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Near Allah, خَالِصَةً Purely. Meaning, if the final home, if paradise is reserved only for you. Have you heard of khalis? Like khalis, they say like this honey is khalis, this milk is khalis. Maybe those of you who hear Urdu, maybe you've heard the word. Um, anyway, khalis or khalisa is that which is pure. Pure in the sense that there's no mixture in it. So pure honey, what does it mean? There's nothing mixed in it. Pure juice. What does that mean? No sugar added. No water added. Nothing like that has been done. So, khalisa, what it means is exclusively, meaning that paradise is just for you. Min dunin nas, besides people. Meaning other people, they don't have a share in paradise. Only you do. This is what they would think. That none will enter paradise except for one who is Jew or Christian, that's what they would say. Or they would say things like, the fire will not touch us except for only a few days. In other words, they said that we're going to paradise for sure, and only we are. And you see when a person begins to think like this, that I'm definitely going to paradise, then what happens is that he starts to make a lot of poor choices. Like for example, if a person thinks that, oh, I'm going to pass this exam. That's not difficult for me at all. And as a result, they don't study, they don't review what happens when the exam comes in front of them. They can't do everything. They were too overconfident. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if the home of the hereafter is only for you, not for other people, then what are you doing in this world? Fatamannawul maut, wish for death, go to paradise. Because you can only enter paradise after you die. So if paradise is reserved for you, what are you waiting for? Wish for death. Tamannawu is from Meem Nunya. Tamanni is to wish. Wish for death. In kuntum sadiqeen, if you're really truthful. Sadiqeen, plural of sadiq. And sadiq is one who is truthful in his claim. So go there. Allah says, walan and never. Yatamannawu, they will wish for it. They will never wish for death. No, no. They don't want to die. Abadan ever. Why? Bima qaddamat aidihim. Because of what their hands have put forth. Aidi is the plural of yad. Yad hand. And remember, I mentioned this to you earlier about bayna yaday. It means that which is before it, before a person. And here, qaddamat aidihim. Qaddama yuqaddimu qaf dalmim is to send something ahead. To put it forward. So they're never going to wish for death because of what their hands have put forward. What does this mean? Because of the actions that they have done. Being in their hearts, they are guilty. That's what sin does to a person. He 
thinks he's fine, he can be overconfident, but in his heart, in reality, he's afraid. That's what guilt does. It makes you a coward. So, لَن يَتَمَنَّوهُ أَبَدًا بِمَا قَدَّمَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ Like for example, if a person is boasting that, yeah, yeah, you know what, this game I scored the highest score, and you know, this is piece of cake for me, and I, they're going on and on. And you're like, okay, can you show me? Like, ah, oh, no, no, I'm busy. Oh, come on, come on, let's do it. You know, if you're playing basketball, somebody's like, oh, that was easy. How could you miss that? Don't you know how to do this? Like, okay, why don't you come and show me? Like, nah, I don't want to. Why? Because you don't know. If you knew, you wouldn't stay back. So, likewise, the Bani Israel, they claimed that paradise was for them, but then, no. In their hearts, they were guilty. They would never ever wish for death. Wallahu alimun bilzalimin, and Allah is knowing of the wrongdoers. Walatajidannahum, and surely you will definitely find them. You will indeed find them. This is from the root letters Wow Jim Dal. Wajada to find something. So you will definitely find the Bani Israel to be Ahrasan Nasi, the most avid of all people. Ahras is from Hirs, Harasad. And Hirs is greed. And in particular, it is greed for something that is difficult to obtain. That's difficult to get. And, you know, it requires uh, some effort to obtain it. You see, some things you like and it's very easy for you to get them. Just go to the dollar store, save your lunch money for a little bit and then you can get it. But then there are other things which you can just drool over, which are beyond you. And what happens is that because they're beyond you, your greed for them is even more intense. You want it even more badly. So, nasi, most greedy of people, most avid of people, for what? hayatin For life. Meaning, they don't want to die. وَمِنَ الَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا even more greedy than who? الَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا Those who practice idolatry. Because those who practice idolatry, those who associate partners with Allah, they don't really believe in Jannah for eternity. They don't believe in hisab, accounting and all of that. So somebody who doesn't believe in afterlife is greedy for life. He values his life a lot. He says, you live only once, so just do as you please, do it now, don't think. So, وَمِنَ الَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا يَوَدُّ أَحَدُهُمْ One of them loves, يَوَدُّ from wow dal dal, wood is to love. So one of them loves, لَوْ يُعَمَّرُوا If only he could be given a life of أَلْفَسَنَةٍ of a thousand years. يُعَمَّرُوا is from عَيْن ميمرا عُمُر عُمُر is age or life. So each one of them wants to live a life of how many years? Alf sana. Alf thousand sana year. Thousand years. That's what they want. If they could live for a thousand years, they would take it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا huwa, But it is not. Meaning the life of a thousand years is not بِمُزَحْزِحِهِ is not going to remove him مِنَ الْعَذَابِ from punishment. مُزَحْزِح 
is from the root letter Zayha Zayha Zahzaha. Say that? Zahzaha. Or Muzahzih is something that removes another from something. So for example, Zahzaha, like you get away from something. You save yourself from it. So a life of a thousand years is not going to remove a person from punishment, from death. And what's going to happen after death? Just because you live a long life doesn't mean you're never going to see the hereafter. You know, for example, there are some people who commit certain crimes and then somehow their crime is hidden, their identity is hidden, or they're on the run, and there's like 45 years gone. 45 years, they weren't caught. But then what happens eventually? They get caught. Even if they don't get caught, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? They're going to die. And when you die, what do you find? Your deeds and their result. So just because a person lives a long life doesn't mean that they'll escape the punishment in the hereafter. No. What you do matters. Your deeds have consequences and you are going to see them sooner or later. You will see them sooner or later. You know, for example, if a person were to commit even a petty crime and they end up in jail, even for a couple of months, it stays on their record, right? So anytime they want to apply for work, what happens? It shows that this guy served you know, these many months in jail for this and this crime. So what happens? They don't get that job. They don't get it one after the other. They could be qualified, but because they committed a crime and they were in jail for even a few months, it's haunting them for their entire life. Your sins, your crimes, you definitely see their result. Never think that it's okay, doesn't matter. It'll be fine. No, it will not be fine. That's shaitan telling you that it'll be fine. It won't be okay. You're going to suffer sooner or later. It's going to come out. And if it doesn't come out in this world, definitely it's coming out in the hereafter. And even if a thousand years go by, still, it's going to come. You are going to see the result of your deeds. وَمَا هُوَ بِمُزَحْزِحِهِ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ أَنْ يُعَمَّرُ Even if he's given a life of a thousand years, it's not going to remove him from punishment. وَاللَّهُ بَصِيرٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ And Allah is seeing of whatever they do. Basir is from the root letters, بَصَادْرَ And يَعْمَلُونَ is from Ain Mim Lam. So what do we see in these verses? Is there any avoiding death? Can you just say, I don't want to die? Can you do that? No. Whether you like it or you don't, you are going to die. Death is real. We're not going to live in this world forever. We think death is for old people. People who, you know, who have diabetes or maybe they have a heart condition or you know, they have like 20 medications in a day. Death is for them. No, death is also for us. Every human being. كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ Every person is going to taste death. Secondly, what we learn in this ayah is that a long life does not save a person from his ultimate end. He is going to see his end. He is going to see the result of his deeds. 
Once the Prophet ﷺ was asked that who among the people is the best? Who is the best person? And he said, the person whose life is long and his deeds are good. He's the best person. He's lived many years and he's done many good things. And then they asked that who among the people is the worst? And he said, the one whose life was long and his deeds were evil. He lived many years, but he filled them with sin and disobedience. So it's not your long life or your short life that matters. It's about what you do. It's about what you do. You know, there were some scholars, like for example, Imam An-Nawawi. It is said that he died when he was very young, in his early 40s. You might say, well, 40 something is not young. It is young, if you think about it. I mean, generally, people live up to at least 60, 70, now 80, 90, very easily. He died when he was 43 or 44, something like that. But Imam al-Nawawi is well known. Have you heard of the 40 hadith? 40 hadith, right? Some of you are familiar. Riyadu Salihin, some of you are familiar. I mean, there's many books that he wrote. He wrote the explanation of Sahih Muslim, the collection of hadith. And his books are well known, they are used. Till today, people benefit from his knowledge. It's not about the fact that he lived a very long life. No, it's because the few years that he lived, he did a lot. He did a lot. He made use of his life. He didn't wait. Our problem is, we keep waiting. Like for example, when I'm 15, then I'll start praying. When I'm 20, then I'll do this. When I'm 25, then I'll do this. When I go to university, when I graduate high school, then I'm going to do this. Don't keep waiting. Don't keep waiting. You have the time, you have the opportunity, do it now. Do it now. Now what happened? Another excuse the Bani Israel presented. They came to the Prophet ﷺ and they said, who brings revelation to you? He said, Angel Jibreel. He said, oh, then we don't want to hear what you have to say because we don't like Angel Jibreel. Seriously? You're going to reject the Qur'an because you don't like Angel Jibreel? What did Angel Jibreel do to you? And Angel Jibreel, he's just conveying the Qur'an, right? He's just conveying it. The Qur'an is from Allah, sent to the Prophet ﷺ through the Messenger Jibreel, just because you don't like Jibreel doesn't mean you reject the Qur'an. But this was an excuse that they came up with. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ say, مَنْ whoever, كَانَ he was, عَدُوًّا Jibril, An enemy to Jibreel. عَدُو Who is an عَدُو? An enemy. عَيْن wow is the root. Then, فَإِنَّهُ Then that person should know that indeed he, meaning Jibreel, نَزَّلَهُ He brought it down, meaning he brought this Qur'an down to you. عَلَى قَلْبِكَ Upon your heart. How? Why? بِإِذْنِ By the permission of Allah. Jibreel did not bring the Qur'an to you out of his own will. He brought the Qur'an to the Prophet ﷺ. Why? Allah sent him. That is why. بِإِذْنِ and then this Qur'an, مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ It attests to that which was before it. And what was before the Qur'an? The Torah. وَهُدًا It's a guidance. وَبُشْرَى And a good news. لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ For those who believe. هُدًا From the root letters هَدَالْيَا بُشْرَى From the root letters بَاشِينَ 
So it's a guidance and good news for those who believe. You know, a person might think that, oh well, if it was another angel, then maybe they would have believed. No. The problem they have is not with Jibreel. The problem they have is with the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَنْ كَانَ Whoever is such, that he is عَدُوًّا لِلَّهِ An enemy to Allah. They said, Jibreel is our enemy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, whoever is an enemy to Allah. Did they say that Allah is their enemy? No. They never said that. But remember, that if you dislike someone who Allah likes, then it's as if you dislike Allah. Remember this. When you love someone, you love the people whom they love. And when you don't like someone, then you don't like anybody who's related to them. You don't. Love extends. Hatred also extends. So they said, we don't want to believe because we don't like Jibreel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Whoever is an enemy to Allah, and his angels, وَرُسُلِهِ and his messengers, Rusul is the plural of Rasul, his prophets, وَجِبْرِيل and angel Jibreel, وَمِكَال and angel Mikal, Mikal, Michael or Mikael, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ عَدُوٌ لِلْكَافِرِينَ Then such people should know that indeed Allah is an enemy to such deniers. Who is an enemy? Do you have an enemy? I hope you don't. But are there any people whom you're like, I don't like this person? Is there any person like that? Hmm? What happens when you see them? You get uncomfortable. What happens when they talk to you? You pretend like they don't exist. Isn't it? What happens when they come? You don't even look at them. What happens when they give you something? You don't take it. This is an enemy. You don't even take what they offer. So, what's happening here is that they said, Jibreel is our enemy. Allah says, if you are an enemy to Jibreel, then you are an enemy to Allah, His prophets, and all His angels also. Because they dislike Jibreel, not because of who Jibreel was, but because of what he brought. In fact, they said that Mikail is our friend. We like Mikail. Allah doesn't accept that. If you like Mikail, then you also have to like Jibreel. You have to believe and respect all of the angels of Allah. Same thing. Remember they took from the book what they liked? Here also, they believe what they like and they reject what they don't like. And if a person is treating the religion like this, then in reality he's following his desires. In a hadith we learn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whoever shows enmity to a friend of mine, then I declare war against him. If you dislike Allah's friend, then you are making Allah your enemy. You understand what's happening here? If you dislike Allah's friend, then it's as if Allah is an enemy to that person. وَلَقَدْ أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ آيَاتٍ بَيِّنَاتٍ All of their excuses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has refuted them here. He says, Certainly we have sent down to you clear signs, clear proofs. وَمَا يَكْفُرُ بِهَا And these proofs are evident, they're clear for those who want guidance, enough to satisfy a person, to establish proof. وَمَا يَكْفُرُ بِهَا And if somebody denies them, then no one denies them إِلَّا الْفَاسِقُونَ Except the defiantly disobedient. فَاسِقُونَ is a plural of fasiq. 
So the problem is not with the truth. The problem is with the people who are denying the truth. That's where the real problem is. And who are they? Fasiqoon. Who is a fasiq? Someone who knows what the limit is, yet he oversteps it. He ignores it. He goes out of the state of obedience. He rebels. وَمَا يَكْفُرُ بِهَا إِلَّا الْفَاسِقُونَ Who are the fasiq? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains who they are in the following verses. أَوَكُلَّمَا A is a question. Wa means and. And kullama every time. Meaning, is it not that every time ahadu they made an ahd. Ahd, ain hadal, a promise. Every time the Bani Israel made an ahd, a promise, what happened? Did they abide by it? We learned about the mithaq they took, the different promises they made. Did they fulfill their promises? What's the answer? No. Neither with Allah nor with people. You know that when the Prophet ﷺ came to Medina, he made a treaty, a contract with all the different people who lived in Medina. So that everybody could live in peace. One of the terms was, for example, that if ever, you know, somebody from Medina made a mistake and they had to pay a fine to somebody from outside of Medina, then the whole community would come together and pitch in. So what happened? Once some Muslims, they accidentally killed some people. And what that meant was that they had to give the blood money. So now that meant that everybody in Medina had to pitch in. So the Prophet ﷺ went to them, the Bani Israel, and asked them to put their share in. And instead of putting their share in, they thought of killing the Prophet ﷺ. So here on the one hand, they made a treaty and now they are breaking it. Same thing. They made a promise with Allah, Mithaq, and what did they do? They broke it. Samirna wa Sayna. Yeah, yeah, we know we're not gonna do it. Allah says, Nabada is from the root letters noon badal and nabd is to throw something far away. So not all of them, but a group of them threw the pact, threw the promise away. Meaning, you know, for example, if there's a contract that's written on a document, and if you just crumple it up and you toss it, what does it mean? You don't take it anymore. You don't accept it. You don't care about it. You're going to do as you please. That is what they did with the promises they made with Allah and the promises they made with people. بَلْ أَكْثَرُهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ And now the main thing, the real problem is that majority of them don't believe. They said, our hearts are full of faith. There is actually no faith. Because if there was faith, they wouldn't be like this. وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ An example of this, that when the messenger came to them, مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ From Allah. And this messenger, مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَهُمْ He attests to that which is with them. Again, instead of believing in the messenger, what did they do? نَبَذَ He threw. فَرِيقٌ مِنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابِ A group of the people who were given the book. Kitab Allah, the book of Allah, they threw it where? وَرَاءَ ظُهُورِهِمْ Behind their backs. Zuhur is a plural of ظهر. They threw the book of Allah behind their backs. Which book of Allah? The book that they were given, the Torah, which contained the descriptions of the Prophet ﷺ. So they saw the Prophet, they recognized him. The book said yes, 
Okay, these are the descriptions, they saw the descriptions, and then what did they do? They took that part of the book and they threw it aside. Meaning, they completely ignored it. كَأَنَّهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ As if they did not know what the book said and who the messenger was. So, what did they do here? When it came to the book of Allah, when it came to the messenger of Allah, despite recognizing, they rejected. And we need to think about ourselves. When I learn about a command of Allah, what do I do? Do I pretend like I don't even know? If I claim that I know, then that should show in my actions. Not just in my words, in my actions. And if I'm not living by it, then it's as if I don't know. Real knowledge is what comes into our actions. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَلَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مُوسَى بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ ثُمَّ اتَّخَذْتُمُ الْعِجْلَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ وَأَنْتُمْ غَالِمُونَ وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورَ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاسْمَعُوا قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَعَصَيْنَا وَأُشْرِبُوا فِي قُلُوبِهِمُ الْعِجَلَ بِكُفْرِهِمْ قُلْ بِئْسَمَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِهِ إِيمَانُكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ قُلْ إِن كَانَتْ لَكُمُ الدَّارُ الْآخِرَةُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ خَالِصَةً مِنْ دُونِ النَّاسِ فَتَمَنَّوْا الْمَوْتَ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ وَلَنْ يَتَمَنَّوْهُ أَبَدًا بِمَا قَدَّمَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ والله عليم بالظالمين ولتجدنهم احرص الناس على حياتهم ومن الذين اشركوا يود احدهم لو يعمر الف سنه وما هو بمزحزحه من العذاب ان يعمر وَاللَّهُ بَصِيرٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ قُلْ مَنْ كَانَ عَدُوًّا لِجِبْرِيلَ فَإِنَّهُ نَزَّلَهُ عَلَى قَلْبِكَ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهُ نَزَّلَهُ عَلَى قَلْبِكَ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ وَهُدًى وَبُشْرًا لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ مَنْ كَانَ عَدُوًا لِلَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَجِبْرِيلَ وَمِيكَالَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ عَدُوٌ لِلْكَافِرِينَ وَلَقَدْ أَنْزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ آيَاتٍ بَيِّنَاتٍ وَمَا يَكْفُرُ بِهَا 